0: Hello and welcome back to my podcast. It's Shamira, not Shamira. And uh, a couple things that I wanted to cover uh, today. I didn't have a lot of crazy things that happened this week, but I did have some interesting talks with other people and a few random things. I guess I'm going to have to start making notes of what I have thought of throughout the week that I want to cover. But a couple things that um, really stood out this week are bad kids, weight, and I mean, uh, your weight like in pounds, uh, and self-worth, which kind of ties into weight, which we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, those are the things that I figured, you know what, those are something that just kept coming up. So I wanted to cover, uh, so I guess I'll start off with bad kids. Hopefully, I won't go too long on this because that is something that really annoys me. Oh, anyone in my real life who has ever been around me knows how much I despise kids that aren't well-behaved, but it's not even their fault. (coughs) Excuse me. There's always some exceptions to the rules, but it's typically not their fault. It's usually their parents, which is so frustrating. Um... I don't know, maybe it's just my personal opinion and I'll say that very clearly. This may be my personal opinion, but I, I really strongly think it's parents' fault that kids aren't well-behaved when they are out and about or even at home. And we think, oh, it's not that big of a deal because they're little. Bullshit. Because when your four-year-old is yelling at you... And telling you what to do or questioning why they have to do something or telling you no, any of that craziness. You think it's just your problem. But here's why it's not. Because when your kid starts going to school and they start trying to treat my child like they're crazy, then that becomes someone else's problem. When your four year old becomes 15 or 20 or 30, and they've lived their life with these unrealistic expectations of what a human being should act like and what respect looks like, it becomes someone else's problem. So I am, believe me when I say this, I don't know why someone has not fought me yet. Because when I see kids acting out in public, I gladly walk up to them and their parent. I don't care race, I don't care gender, I don't care anything. And I look at them and their parents and go, if you were my kid, I'd be whooping your ass and you should probably be happy that you're not. But honestly, when I think back at that, it'd be better if they were. Things that people don't realize, and again, this is my opinion, kids need everything from discipline to love, but the biggest thing that that they need is consistency. And one thing that I find, especially with working parents, and unfortunately we live in a time where parents are working at least one job each and some of them are working two jobs, two and three jobs just to kind of keep everything together, but they need consistency. And I find that with working parents, we come in and we're tired and we're stressed out depending on what we do for work, what our day was like. And so the thing that you may have told your kid, no, they can't do the day before, Today, because you're so tired, and if it keeps them quiet, they're allowed to do it. But all that does is create this kind of like, okay, I know I can get away with this if I'm either quiet or if I drive them crazy enough that they just will say, forget it. I remember when I first had my son, I was 17 when I got pregnant with him and 18 when I delivered. Um, I was strict. And everybody was like, you need to let up on him. Oh my gosh, you're just too much. And here's what they told me I was strict about. I would tell them no, a lot. I don't allow kids yelling in the house. I just don't. I mean, if we're out having fun or even in the house, you know, playing a, a card game or Nerf guns or any of that, that's one thing. But just to be yelling just to hear yourself, mm-mm, that doesn't fly with me at all just to be running around banging on doors and things does not fly with me at all or asking me where are we going none of your business if I tell you let's go that's all that, that is, needs to be said I don't want to hear I don't want to go not okay you're a child get your butt in the car or I don't want to eat that, then fine, you don't eat. And we didn't do the, I don't like this. Mm -mm, You get to try it at least three times and I'll cook it three different ways. And if you still still don't like it at that point, fine. But there was no, I don't want to eat vegetables. I don't want to eat the chicken. I don't want to eat the, I don't know, whatever it is that I fixed, not doing that. I'm not cooking separate meals, no. Because when you're an adult, you can have your own options, but nobody's going to cook something for you three, four different times. No. And again, I'm tired. I just went to work. You'll eat this or you won't. And that's fine. There's your choice in life. You're not geared to hit me. Period. And I don't know if that's a cultural thing or not, but I just, nope. That did not fly at all. I don't understand kids that'll walk up to people talking without saying, excuse me. That was definitely a recommendation and my son understood. Just because you said, excuse me, did not mean that I had to stop what I'm doing. What that gave you the right to was me to say, give me just a second, hold on, or what is it that you need? It gave you the right to have a voice in the middle of a moment. But just because you just walk over and you just start talking, that's rude. You don't do that to people. As an adult, I hate when people just walk up to someone and then just speaking. Start speaking in the middle of someone that's already having a talk. But again, if you weren't, that wasn't an expectation for you as a child. Then, I mean, I get it. But, yeah, that's... One of those things that drives me crazy because people always talk about, well, you know, it's not that big of a deal. It is. Because if you're four and you're doing that at home and now you come to school and you start yelling at my child or hitting them out of anger, that's no longer that parent's problem. That's not my problem because I'd be damned if you do that to my child. One. Or then they get to high school and now they're they're walking around with this entitlement and another kid's not gonna gonna go with that. And I'm not condoning violence before anybody says that. But if you walk up to someone and you push them because you're bad, you can't expect to not be pushed back. Or as an adult, now these are you're about to be someone's girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or parent. You're becoming someone else's problem. And I don't understand how people don't see that. You raise broken children, they become broken adults. And then I guess I hear people say all the time, oh, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. But nowadays, people don't want a village. They say they do, and they post it on social media. But let someone say something to their child or to them. And then it's don't tell me what to do. That's not your place. Don't touch my kid. Any of that. You know, I spent um, the weekend with my, uh, my dad and my aunt's. And they talked about their neighbors, you know, and I, I think I mentioned this in my last podcast, that if you did something, you got your butt whooped from the time you the neighbor saw you to the time you got home and your, your mom or your dad whooped you again. And I wish we got back to that. Just being able to have a community to keep an eye out on your kid and say, hey, that's not okay. And you know better. Because, see, what people miss is one kids need discipline they crave it it seems weird but they need that but they need consistency they need you to say no you can't jump on the couch and every time they try and jump on the couch you say no and you deal with it accordingly just like you know i with my kid i he would get whoopings and not beatings let's be clear beatings and whoopings are completely different so he got whooped. got talked to he got loved on and the combination of it is so interesting that this is what I did when people told me I was weird or I was too much but now that he's 15 almost 16 and he goes somewhere oh my god he's so well behaved how do you get him to do this how do you get him to do that the same things I did before and don't get me wrong I was tired um when he was growing up I worked, um, and his dad did a lot of the, the taking care of him, getting him to, well, picking him up from school and that kind of stuff. Cause I was always at work in the day after I dropped him off or then I started working at night, but I was always very consistent with, this is the expectation. And they were always set to how he acted as a child. So how he acted at two, he was given two year old expectations at four, at six, still again at 15 and you know they change and they grow just like we change and we grow as people but they've always been consistent um so it's so interesting when people it's kind of like that big vision the, the having that that the the vision for what you expect And people always think you're crazy when you're trying to build for that vision. But by the time you get to a certain place, people are like, oh my God, that's so dope. How'd you, you know, come up with that? Well, this is what I've been working towards the whole time. I want my kid to have love and respect for himself and love and respect for the people around him. Because I think as crazy as it sounds, that one little thing changes communities because... If you are a group of people in a community, and you teach your children to grow a garden, respect each other, you can, you know, walk around and hear the kids playing together. They might get in a little tussle, but you know they'll deal with it and they apologize and they, you know, uh, act accordingly to whatever their age is when the the craziness happens. But they start to grow as young adults. And it's someone that now wants to go to the library or wants to create different things in their neighborhood, or you see the kids getting along and playing together. So now your neighborhood's safe. Um, The parents are talking and the parents have become a village because we know, hey, if I see your kid doing something, I'm going to tell you and tell your child about it. And that uh, that makes me think of my, my neighborhood when I was growing up. I lived on the same block for 25 years of my life. We went from one block, we went, let's see, we went from the when my parents were together before I was born, we lived in the apartments up the street, then we moved four blocks to the right, then we moved two blocks to the left, so we were working our way back up, and then we moved two houses over. So I lived in that, that neighborhood for 25 years of my life. And when I tell you the safety that was there, We could ride our bikes and go off and do things. When the street lights came on, we knew we had to start heading back home. Because if one of us was late, we were all in trouble because all of our parents knew we were all together. If there was anything that that happened while we were out, we took care of each other as kids because we were friends. And we made sure that nobody got left behind. When it was barbecues and things, we all went to each other's birthday parties. And our neighborhood was safe. It was the kind of neighborhood, and I mean, we knew even the dolphins. Like the dolphins knew what size clothes I wore, because they knew if they came into some clothes in my size, my parents were gonna buy them. <laughs> but it was safe. No one ever worried about their kids being missing or something happening. Happening. It just it was safe. But we were all we all had the same expectations. We knew how to respect each other. How to respect the adults in our neighborhood. How to respect each other's homes. We didn't go to each other's homes tearing up stuff and terrorizing. You know. We did some some silly things as kids. Jumping off the roofs and things of each other's houses. But it wasn't like, I'm going to just go in and tear up your shit. Uh, so that kind of stuff is incredibly important. And this is why... I really strongly think there should be real villages for raising kids, and the expectations need to be changed on what is not only socially accepted, but just in general, just a respect that needs to to continue to be had amongst. Uh, families. Yeah. That's it on the kids thing. Huh. Let's see. The next topic I was going to cover was weight. Um. And I just had, you know, every day Facebook always gives you, like, the Facebook reminders. Um. And I was having some nostalgic moments later on uh this evening because I put on a dress that I haven't been able to wear in over a year uh and I was feeling we're in a, a weight loss competition um and I lost some weight and then I gained it right back so I was feeling bad about it and just kind of you know in the the wrong space in my mind um but I needed to put on an all-black dress and the only dress I had was one I hadn't worn I was like oh well let me try it on and lo and behold that shit fucking fit where did that come from um but the nostalgic moment came in where I was you know going through like older pictures that I hadn't seen in a little bit and I came across a picture of myself um and I was like wow let me shut up I was at the height of my weight, I was a little over 270 and I'm 5'9 and most people would look at me and go, wow, you didn't look like you were that big, but I was and I felt it and I was tired and drained all the time. Um, and now I am 244, which I have maintained with uh, diet change and not so much exercising, um, but the biggest thing is I completely changed the way I ate a little over a year ago now. Um so I am not quite a vegan but I don't eat meat dairy or eggs but I still eat fish. Um but that little bit of change made such a huge difference in my weight. So um the lowest that I was at after I delivered my kid I think I was 2 202 or 210. So the goal is to get back down to 200. I got down to 230 at one point and then I gained it right back. And that was when I ballooned up to the higher weight. But uh, then I was going through pictures and looked and was like, wow. All right. So I have changed some. And even though I still have a tummy, uh, I wear crop tops and things now. It just, I don't care. But I guess that comes into self-worth and being able to look at the mirror and go, you're beautiful, no matter what. Um, yeah, there were times where that was hard. Um, it was. And I think everyone deep down at some point goes through that, um... You just hope to get through it. And then when you start to get through it, however it is that you get through it, hopefully you find a healthy way to do so. Um, It's interesting to see how your perspective changes. uh, The clothes you wear, the food you eat, the way you speak or you see an image and it resonates a certain way because your opinion on you and what you look like or what people like you look like, um, how that all changes. So now I'm like, hey girl, you look cute in that, that two piece or I compliment people so much. Um, that is me. Um, I've been that way for a while. And I guess I've been that way for a while because I, it doesn't take much to make someone smile. To say hello to someone. Um, hey, you're beautiful. That shirt's really cute. Where'd you get that from? Your hair's cute. Whatever it is. Oh, man. The things that you can do to change someone's life. And it seems so minute just to say hi. You look amazing. You know? Um... Especially when you had people around you that have committed suicide or attempted. Um, Me being one of those when I was a kid. So you think about it and you go, wow, just me saying hi can really change someone's life. And you don't do it to change someone's life. You do it because giving someone a compliment actually makes you feel good too. And it seems selfish, but sometimes lifting other people up helps put you in a good space. Just like if you smile for no reason, eventually you'll start to smile for a reason. Um, Yeah, it just, it makes someone else's day. And when you know what it's like to want that appreciation, but not have gotten it, um, or maybe you weren't in the right headspace. Maybe you were getting the compliment, but you couldn't receive it. Um, when you give that because you know what it's like to not have it or not understand it, um, when it comes your way, it's just so amazing and life changing. And then knowing your worth and knowing what to accept in your life and what to let go. Um, sometimes we hold on to things way longer than we should some things definitely can be held on to Um, you might need to adjust your grip a little bit Uh, things that I have definitely learned in my life sometimes we hold on to things a little too tightly and we suffocate them And all you got to do is just let up a little bit. You can still hold on to things tightly and and show that you love it or you appreciate it, but you don't have to suffocate it and kill it, you know? Um, But letting go of things that are harmful, that aren't going to change. And that's the biggest thing. If you are with someone that you just know isn't good for you... They don't build you up. They don't have anything, any good intentions, or they are constantly breaking promises to you. Just sometimes you got to let that go. Oh man, this is the first time in my adult life that I've been single. It's been about a year and learning how to do things by myself and that it's okay. And just trying to refigure out me is much better than being in something unhealthy and there's so many people out there that and not to say my like my relationships were crazy or they were ugly they you know we all did our dumb things but I know some people that will accept shit and I mean dirty horrible dog shit just to not be alone and is it scary? Absolutely. fucking When you have been used to being with someone, doing things together, someone helping you financially to, to cover whatever you can. All of that fun stuff. It's scary as fuck to be on your own. Um, but it's also fun and enlightening. Um, just figuring out what it is that I like to do. What are my goals and dreams and my ambitions, and what's important to me? What's not important to me? Geez, the things that I thought were, you know, deal breakers. Well, let me not say that because my deal breakers are still the same. But things that I thought were, you know, a huge thing now aren't so much. Um, things that I didn't really think twice about are now important to me. Um, Just, you know, learning to travel by myself and meet new people. Oh, my goodness. The people that I meet when I go out, I get new book recommendations, um, food recommendations, new cities to go visit. Um, Yeah. But I wouldn't do that when I was out with people I knew. I would just talk to the people I knew. So now being out and doing things on my own kind of forces me to look around and give that extra compliment to someone. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, What do you do for work or whatever it is? And it kind of sparks um, talks that lead me to all types of places and networking with people and, you know, you never know who... It's gonna be helpful for you, helpful for you, and whatever it is your endeavors are. Um, so I always try and leave people um, with a good image of me, and getting a good image of them as well. But yeah, jeez, going out by myself. So I guess that's it to cover. I think I covered all of them. Um, that made me, made me think on some things, um, mostly the self-worth that made me think about a lot of, of things that I have went through or that I continue to go through, um, and just kind of take a step back and look at where I am now versus where I was, um, One thing I always say, especially now, is I may not be where I want to be, but I'm certainly not where I was, Um, which helps me keep going. Definitely does. Um, is there any other things that I wanted to cover? No, I think that's it. Had a good time celebrating some birthdays this weekend. Um... It's always, always something interesting that happens. But nothing that I want to talk about here. Let's say that. uh yeah that's it I enjoyed my talk hopefully um the goal going forward is to have at least a 30 minute podcast unless I get one of my crazy friends or cousins on one of here on here um and that may go a little bit longer depending on what we're talking about oh then I'll have to figure out how to cut that short because we can go for hours Um, but yeah, the, looking forward to having 30 minute talks here. Um, let me know if there's anything that you would like for me to cover, things that you like that I said, things that you disagree with, because I am not bothered by people who don't see my way. Um... I might give you the side eye, though, even though you can't see me giving you the side eye, depending on what you dislike. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but it was great uh, being able to share this, this talk and to share my time. And I look forward to talking with you guys again. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Let's see, what's today? It is officially the 19th. I think we're on the 19th, yeah. So Sunday. Or is it? I don't know. It's four in the morning where I am, I'll tell you that. Because I'm in California. (laughs) Well, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I can't wait to talk to you guys again.